0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Stevie Clark is the new Scotland manager, leaving behind Kilmarnock in Europe. Celtic got their hands on the league trophy yesterday and now move on to the Scottish Cup final. And Alfredo Morelos scores what could be a farewell goal as Rangers end the season with a defeat in Ayrshire. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me this evening, Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans. The miracle Steve Clark performed at Kilmarnock was to make the fans care about their team again. He reinvented the club by getting the support to rediscover their love for a side they deserted in their droves. Now he has to make a country care about its national team. He has to bring back the disillusioned, the disaffected and the downright bored. And he'll do that by doing what he did at Rugby Park. He'll build a football team worthy of the name. A great appointment. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, we've been showcasing him, saying he was going to be the manager of the season. He won all the awards, Gordon. Uh, I think it's a popular decision as well with all the fans. We will speak about that. Celtic showcasing Young Dumbelli. Kamarnock uh, into Europe as well for the first time in a long time. Submitting into the playoffs. And I have to congratulate Hamilton Ackies. What a tremendous achievement. 01419511025. That is the number you need. So let's hear from you. And we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Hugh Keevans on the field. It was a dramatic weekend. Yep. Stevie Clark's last act was to lead Kamarnock into Europe. Beating Rangers uh, Celtic Trophy Day for them A recognition of another Excellent achievement Karamoko Dembele A glimpse into the future What now then For the Scottish Cup final Well it, It's A great way to bring the curtain down On what has been A significant season I think I think we're in a good place Gordon I like the appointment of Steve Clark To Get the national team Back into shape again I like To see Karamoko Dembele And young Aaron Hickey uh, Celtic Hearts yesterday And in other young players who were there Even those on the bench like Daniel Church And Armstrong Okoflex at Celtic You know, I like all of what's going on Terrific crowd at Kilmarnock Over 8,000 Kilmarnock supporters Now, that was Steve Clark's doing He brought back the love for the team Everywhere I look in Scottish football this weekend I see positivity And... I'm hoping that we can carry that forward into Saturday, have a magnificent cup final and then look forward to Steve Clark against Cyprus on the 8th of June and then the small matter of Belgium, the number one team in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I think it's. Uh, I think everyone's speaking about Steve Clark. I think, as I mentioned, Gordon was at the game yesterday. The atmosphere for the May 3 stands, I think every person who attended the match from a commander point of view stayed Congratulating the job he's done It was absolutely remarkable And it was a Epitomised the performance as well They were dogged They were organised And if you can do that with Scotland You'll have a chance Of course we will look back On a dramatic weekend In Scottish football Let's kick off with Stevie Clark though. Give us a call 0141 951 1025 He is the new Scotland manager 55 year old Been appointed to take over From Alex McLeish Who was removed from his post in April It's a three year contract So that sees him through Until the end of the World Cup qualifiers In 2022 And quite simply We want to know what you think Is it the right appointment Yes or no If you think yes What is he going to bring to the job And if you think no Tell us 
Who you think it should have been Obviously Kilmarnock fans A sad day for you as well So give us your insight Into the man Who will now lead the national team 01419511025 After leading Kilmarnock Into Europe Stevie Clark Addressed the pitch uh, Addressed the pitch Addressed the supporters On the pitch I should say He hinted he was In his way out of the club At the time Apologising That he couldn't win them A trophy In his time at Rugby Park The most important thing In any football club Anywhere in the world Is the supporters And when I came here we didn't have so many. We had a disconnect between the support, the board, the players. There was nothing, no togetherness. I said when I came in, together we are stronger. In my time at Kilmarnock Football Club, I'm sorry I didn't win you a trophy, but I'm telling you now, as I stand here in front of three stands with Kilmarnock supporters, bye-bye Rangers. And next season, next season, make sure when they come, it's bye-bye Celtic as well, because... This is Kilmarnock, this belongs to you And the most important thing, I said no trophy For me, I take this, this is my trophy, thank you People are taking offence at this Bye bye Rangers and bye bye Celtic But he, he didn't mean to be disrespectful He's talking about the increase in home support That Kilmarnock have had since Steve Clark became the manager there And it has been a significant increase And he simply wants to see the club Go forward Working from this New base that they have The disconnect That he spoke about Also applies To Scotland And The supporters Of the national team Who have disappeared In their droves Because of The disconnect They are disillusioned They are disaffected And he Has to do what he did At Kilmarnock He has to make Scotland fans Care about Scotland again And come back To watching the team Quite easy to understand how you do that Alex uh, You win football games Yeah absolutely And I think Cyprus You know is a perfect example of it I feel as if you know We can get galvanise them We've most certainly been uplifting the crowd uh, As I said That would be a popular appointment And if you can go off to a winning start Gordon You just never know Because the one thing about him When uh, Belgium come to town All being they're a top top outfit he will have them organised and he will make it very difficult for them to win that. 0141 We've got a new Scotland manager. That's always a big day when those types of things happen. So let us know what you think. Alan is first up. Alan is in Irvine. Good appointment for you, Alan. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think he was the, the only natural natural appointment, I would think. I know Derek McInnes was um, support in, in the lineup as well, but I think just in terms of what Steve Clark I think will bring to um, Scotland is he'll make his he'll make his harder team to beat. I think he'll, he'll look at getting the right the right types of players into each position because I think for a long time we've not really had um, massive amounts of like potential coming through. I think he's the type of guy that will go and find boys that are playing at some of the smaller teams in Scotland, maybe even down the Championship as well. We had in gems that we've maybe missed out on, and it's just I think is. The best appointment we could have got because I think he's I think he's got a bit more tacticalness about him than what Derek McInnes has, but that's that's just my opinion. Other people might think differently, but I think what he will do is he'll bring through some boys that you wouldn't think that maybe necessarily have got some time under other managers and things like that. So I think it's exciting for the future point First of all, for for us. First of all, to be fair to Derek McInnes, he had already distanced himself uh, from the job by saying that he felt that he was still too young and that he would have missed the day-to-day contact with players that he has at Aberdeen. So, with regard to Steve Clark, you're right, he ticks all the boxes. He has been our manager of the season for the last two seasons. Uh, He has 
transformed Kilmarnock on the park as well as off the park and he's done that by getting together players uh, who when you look at them individually you think wow that you know he's made a, a terrific team out of individuals that you might not have imagined would have made such a good team and the third top finish this season first time for who knows how long 53 years uh, you know that Speaks volumes for the job he's done Alan, I think And you can correct me if I'm wrong Alan, we're about to find out Over the next two hours But it seems like A popular choice And that doesn't mean to say He will go on And is guaranteed to be a success But isn't it nice for a country Who doesn't have its pick of managers And who is so split usually Over things that most people Seem to be quite pleased with the appointment yeah, and yeah, did you say after I don't think you're going to end it's going to come on then have a negative view of him because just purely for what he's done at Kilmarnock, that's pure and simple as that. Do you know what I mean? He's done a very he's done a terrific job. No, he's done a terrific job. So he's got them to where they are. I've got a few friends that are Kilmarnock supporters and the buzz that's coming out of them is exciting and quite right. It's great for them. It's just it's just an exciting time. Like when Alex McQueen got the job, it was like there was no the common thing everybody was or we're not going to get and he's no I think what Steve Clark's got is um, he's got a very good tactical knowledge of the game so I think that'll benefit the Scotland team as well and I was just wanting one other point just as these guys were saying about uh, young boys getting through uh, Celtic obviously young Dembele he's always, he's always coming through there. I'm a Rangers fan by the way and obviously likes a young Harry Cox from last season coming through at Hearts I think it was great for Rangers getting young Dapo Mabudi on as well I think he's been he's been doing really well and the youth squad is. It's, I think there's we've got a lot there's a lot of people hopefully now next season he's got a wee taste like some of the other guys will maybe start getting a wee bit more time in the team do you know what I mean because we do have like you, when you see the, the especially the Glasgow Cup final and things like that there's from Celtic and from Rangers and for our team Scotland there's some cracking young talent there so the future does in my opinion I think looks good for teams in the top flight but I don't know what you guys would think about that yeah you mentioned a couple of names there Dembele you mentioned young boy Cochrane you mentioned Mabudi come on yesterday as well and then you look at Rangers and Celtic across the board you know they're starting to blood young guys uh, consistently you look at Motherwell as well Turnbull the emergence of him is remarkable uh, so you know the, i seen a young boy is it Murphy uh, from Hibs are they? Murray from Hibs Fraser Murray Oof, yeah. he looked lively as well so there is these young guys emerging Gordon and they have potential but to get to that international level, they have to make a really big jump. They have to make a big impact at club level. And this is really the first rung in the ladder for a lot of these guys. But when you see that talent, it's encouraging. I mean, Hugh, you can't please everyone. And that, that's healthy, by the way. It's, uh-huh. good to, it's good to have a wide range of opinions. But this appointment feels very different from the Alex McLeish one. And that's no slight on Alex McLeish. And again, no. by the way, Stevie Clark, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how much of a success he's going to be. But at the moment, on the day of the appointment... It feels different That feels like there's generally an air of optimism Those who think positively will agree with you There are always, always, always Others who are disappointed if they're not disappointed So <laughs> they, they're they not worth bothering about we well, have okay to, though, I mean everyone's got their opinion I don't, We have I don't to mean go to... on We have to go on from here And 21 years as everyone knows Since we last played in a major tournament And there has been a gradual disconnect To use Steve Clark's word between the Scotland fans and the Scotland team and now we have someone in place who we can trust who has the contacts who has everything about him the pedigree to take us forward and I think it it is uh, a good move that the SFA have made 
01419511025 Thank you Alan and Irvin James Forrest was the International mm. Player of the Year mm. At the Scottish Football Writers Awards last night He says the Scotland squad will be excited About the appointment of Stevie Clark. He thinks it's a good time for him to come into the job and believes he does have a good squad to choose from. It's a big name, and I think uh, all the boys definitely will be, be excited for that. How how well he's done with Kilmarnock the last couple of years, and, and obviously down in England and that as well. So I think yeah, if he gets it, then I think everyone is a really exciting time for for Scotland. Because there are big games coming up, obviously uh, important to get back on track in the group. Yeah, he's, he's come in at a critical time. I think uh, we've got two big games in the summer, which everyone's looking forward to, and, and obviously after this uh, campaign, they've got the Nations League as well. So no, I think everything's uh, going to be a lot of competition for places and I think that that will be good for the new manager the feeling the accusation and by the way it might not have been a fair one but the accusation was that the players recently have not been that bothered and we needed someone who, who could make them bothered and yeah. can make them turn up and can make them uh, play through you know slight not injury issues or whatever things, it yeah. may be um, does Stevie Clark have the the personality the pedigree to, to, to be that man God, it all comes down to results and how you're performing and things. When things were getting a wee bit tough there for me, there was players ducking out of things and that, that tells you more about them as well, you know, because it's not just a, a thing particularly towards Big Alec. For me, it tells you a lot about these players are going, nah, we'll just stay there. We don't fancy the long trips. And you have to weed them out because see, going forward, a lot of these guys are not really committed in the long term. Oh. You have to get guys that are going to buy into Steve Clark's philosophy, the way he thinks. And, and the encouraging thing is, James Forrest came out last night and said, It'll be a, a popular appointment And there's good players there So there's a belief right away From Scotland's top player this year There's going to be a bit of old school Management here Because if Steve Clark detects That you're not fully committed To playing for your country You won't be asked So we will see a difference Gordon When it comes to that kind of thing Players have far too easily Opted out of playing for the national team They'll opt out for good If uh, they disappoint Steve Clark. And I guess that means then He, he has to get Right at it Alex Because you, you're saying about You know results are the most important thing But unfortunately there, There's work to be done Before you get the chance to make Results Absolutely. He's going to have to attract people Into the, the squad At a very difficult time yeah. of the season And hope that everyone turns up Yeah well the, Because it's the start of something new Gordon If you actually approach them now Try and suss out Hugh's right He's absolutely right He'll go and touch base with certain players He'll make contacts He'll speak to the managers He'll find out where they are fitness wise He needs to get a backroom Team as well Because over the next Couple of weeks Gordon They're going to have to Come up with a A, a schedule of Preparation for these This double header They're also going to Have to watch games As well because They have been managing Up here so it's important To see players who are Informed so have to Watch a lot of Footage from uh, guys From down south He'll have to get His network in terms Of scouting up to speed As well Chester is in Govan Hill What do you think Of that appointment Chester? Uh, it's a good appointment But my point is It's still got to Suspect the uh, <laughs> One, one match ban No The answer to that is No How, how, how can you make that decision Mr Cavins Well because It doesn't it, carry into it, international football No it doesn't football. carry into international football It's as simple as oh, that Alright Alright Well Good luck to the man But I'm disappointed that I'd like to see him in the stands There'd be another part of the stand Because we'll not get many a crowd Have they <laughs> Well that's true Hugh The next thing is to try and attract A, a crowd to this game uh, Because it is a difficult time of year as we said well yeah of course but there, there will be uh, a fresh optimism among supporters Let put it this way there'll be more people inclined to go now than there were 24 hours ago yeah. it's mm. as simple as that uh, but 
if, did I understand Chester yeah, correctly? He said he, strange, he, wasn't he, he's unhappy that Steve Crop won't be in the stand. We said there'd be an extra punter sitting in the stands because we'd be yeah. struggling for ah. a Chester. I'm not sure, God. I think there'll be a wee uplift. I think the Tartan Army will get behind yeah. Stevie Clatter. As I said, most people, it's a popular choice. Chester, was he the standout candidate for the job? Chester, I think, I think that you are typical of those, uh, as I said, those who are disappointed if they're not disappointed. Nobody else would take it. There'd be a queue to take it. Yeah, I mean, let's, because let's be honest, Stevie Clark's stock is high. Yeah, I know there was a perception And everyone always said to us and When Alex McLeish <laughs> left They would phone and say It's a poison chalice Who's going to take it? You're only going to get someone Whose stock's low Who's desperate for a job Stevie Clark's stock's not low No uh, You know It's that Negativity That people feel They must have Show them a decision And they'll be negative about it I'm, I'm sorry Hugh I'm, I'm led to believe There was a lot of Heavy hitters Were interested in this job A lot of guys That were older Been round the block as well yeah. People putting their name In the hat for this job It's not a case of that and, and see if you want a manager Who's on the front foot In terms of where he is He very much fits that bill Well Chester's just made the comment Nobody else would take it I mean it, it, It's nonsense It's just transparent Nonsense and it's the, the glib negativity that people come out with because they can't think of anything else to say. 0141 We're going to try and speak to someone, a player who knows Stevie Clark better than most. I'm not making any promises because he's on his way to the airport to go on his holidays. Wow. <laughs> but I'm going to speak to him next, I think. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Keevens and Alex Ray here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're on the phones. We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB. By the way, head over to that Twitter feed right now at Clyde SSB. You will see a video of Gordon DL recreating a famous goal celebration. And in the second hour of tonight's show, we're going to be giving away an excellent prize thanks to Key Store. If you can tell us which player's celebration he is impersonating. So head to that Clyde SSB, check it out and get in touch when the time is right. Now I'm pleased to say we are joined on the line by Kilmarnock and Scotland defender Stephen O'Donnell. So he clearly um, knows Stevie Clark well, knows what's to be expected. How are you Stephen? I'm good Gordon, yourself? Good, thank you. And Hugh Keevens, what about the commitment to the cause? His season's over, he's in a car, on his way to the airport to go on his holidays and still taking the time. The choice was... The choice was Ambre Solaire or Super Scoreboard <laughs> and Stephen chose Super Scoreboard. I'm actually getting chauffeured in by uh, my, my friend who's uh, kind of wiping up his wounds after we finished four, uh, third ahead of him, uh, Michael <laughs> Devlin from Aberdeen. So, oh, but, uh, well, that's going to be a nice holiday. Uh, if, I, if, I, if I finished uh, fourth, I'd have chauffeured him, but sadly he didn't. I, mean, I, I, just, I just managed to do enough. Just enough contact <laughs> That's what you call mag- Magnanimous uh, Robin in on Live on radio Anyway Stephen Obviously the big news today You may or may not Reveal how long You've you've known about it But it's confirmed today What, what do you make of it? Um, I, I think it's Obviously a sad loss For Kilmarnock I think He had Obviously an Outstanding two years um, Been great for the fans Been great for the club As a whole And, and every player Has uh, developed under him For Scotland as a country Obviously I had a, a great relationship with the old manager um, I was disappointed when he left but I think um, Steve Clark certainly has every single attribute I think you would need to, to take Scotland um, forward and hopefully into the, uh, the Euros Everyone's been admiring the results obviously they speak for themselves but having been in the dressing room having been on the training ground 
What's what specifically is it? What type of manager is he? What is he going to bring to the national setup? Um, we'll be organised. We'll we'll be hard to beat. And and you come in hand and you'll uh, you'll definitely struggle to get a victory. And whenever we start to get maybe a couple of wins, then we'll we'll start to play maybe some more confidence and and you'll hopefully see some top performances. I think that's something I had to Kilmarnock is that the first we get we get regimented, we got our jobs drilled into us and then and then for then on when we started to get the results, um, you then start to get a wee bit more confident and um, a bit more comfortable in your surroundings and, and knowing what each other's doing, I think that's the crucial thing and I, and I think that's where the old manager kinda of struggled is the, the number of players that called off and the, the injuries from squad to squad. So hopefully if uh, the new manager can get some consistency with his selections, that'll be a, a big help to him. And, uh, and I'm sure he'll be able to make the most of it if he does. I guess man management is a key part of that. Then, what what type of man manager is he? Is he arm round the shoulder? Is he kick up the backside? Is he a bit of both? Um, he's probably a bit of neither, to be honest. Um, it, it doesn't it doesn't really. He's approachable, but unapproachable. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> things ever. Like you're scared of him because you don't want to go and knock on his door. But when you knock on his door for whatever, whether it's personal, football, he's the nicest guy ever when you knock on that door and you go in. But leading up to that door, you're never so nervous. Um, it's uh, it's horrendous. But um, but no, he certainly he's um, he's someone I think will will make big decisions. Um, the Scotland job for the past three four years has had a lot of big decisions needed to be made, and he'll certainly not shy away from them. And and as I said, I think he's just got he'll, he'll he'll tell the boys how he wants to play and and they can get on board or don't come. Basically, I think it'll be as ruthless as that. Stephen, he hit the ground running at Rugby Park. You were bottom of the league when Steve Clark took over. Two seasons later, your highest league position for fifty three years. But do the Scottish public in general have to understand that, that if the national team has been out of major tournaments for twenty one years? The national team won't be fixed in 21 days. Um, yeah, well, it's going to be difficult, and, that, and that's where the manager managed to get a quick turnaround from Marnock. But there's no, you can't guarantee that's going to happen again with Scotland. I hope it does, and I hope I'm involved in it. But it's, it just could take a good couple of camps. You're not getting to spend every day with the boys, and as I said, the the, the squad can change through no fault of his own. Um, the following game so it's, I think patience is, is, is always needed I think it's needed from fans in every for every club team and every national team but I think if he's given the time hopefully he doesn't need it but if he gets the time I'm sure that um, if it's not this Euros I think the World Cup I certainly think would have a good chance I mean you obviously know him Stephen you know him well and you know the group of players that he's going to come in and work with does that seem like they will mix well? Um. I certainly hope so. I think I'm not qualified enough to really say if we're going to be able to mix well. If I could say that, I'd be the manager myself. <laughs> so I'm a, I just know that if he, he managed to get the best out of, of the players he had at Kilmarnock, and, and I dare say that there's a lot of boys with a, a much higher calibre of player than he had at his disposal at Kilmarnock, so hopefully we'll be able to get even better results out of, out of those. You look at like Sandy Robertson and Ryan Fraser playing in the Premiership so hopefully if he's got those types of players who he's worked with before obviously in his, his career as manager and then obviously um, assistant at Liverpool and Chelsea and whatnot, not um, he's certainly got 
all the credentials to get the best out of every single type of player. He'll have the, the golfing class from the, the Andy Robertsons to, to myself if, if I'm selected. <laughs> so he'll need to... No, but it's, just, you're, it's, a, it's a squad full of different types of players and different strengths. It was Charlie McGrew, whenever he was... Um, the last squad I was in with him was saying, it's like everybody plays a different style of football at their, their club. And it's true. It's about coming together and, and getting together as a team and a nation and, and putting in performances and and, uh, and getting together and being a good team. And, and that's what um, I hope the manager will get. Stephen, you, he leaves behind a tremendous base for the next manager to work from at Rugby Park. Lots of people will, however, take the assumption that, uh, oh, well, now that Stevie Clark's gone, it'll all fall apart. It's your responsibility and that of the other players to, to ensure that is not the case. No, definitely. Well, I, I think one of the things that's, that's maybe gone on under the radar a wee bit that he's achieved is, I think we've got a couple of boys in loan that have played, but the chunk of that team is under contract. So see if the gaffer, albeit, the legacy, he has left a, a team in place that can play. And it means, worst case, the club's going to get money for players who have performed very well. You look at Stuart Finlay, Greg Taylor, Jordan Jones obviously got his move. But other than Jordan Jones, nobody else is out of contract that that um, has been, say, playing every week. Obviously, Yusuf's going back to Celtic. But um, it's a very strong position. You look across the league, there's lots of other teams losing a lot of players. Um so I think we've got a real chance to continue what we've got or what we've had the last couple of years, but there's no doubt it's a a big task for the next manager. But the last game there was what, about twelve thousand, twelve and a half thousand, I think. Um and it was incredible. It was the best atmosphere I've I've played in at Rugby Park and and it's it's certainly a far more attractive job than it would have been. Um, albeit you've maybe got a wee bit more expectation on you. But uh, I'm excited for, for the next year and, and who'll come in. Stephen, in terms of the, the the new manager, do you think Alex Dyer would be uh, a potential uh, popular choice? Um, I think the boys all love him, but yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what 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 he's going to do. I don't know if he went with the manager. I, I'm not too sure. I don't. We're just talking about in terms of continuity. You mentioned all the mm-hmm. players there, and you know, uh, under contract. Alex Dyer's very well regarded down there. So you know, in terms of continuity, it may well be. Oh yeah, no, no I, I certainly would think he'd be in the the thought if he's available. I certainly think the board would be very, not off their head, that's a, a big statement, but just it <laughs> certainly should be for consideration. But again, the the board got the managers the manager right the last time. Um, so hopefully they'll do the same again and whoever that is, you know, the the players will, will do everything they can for them and and hopefully it's enough to continue the success of Kilmarnock Just before we let you go then You said he, he can be quite uh, scary to approach Does that mean you're you're not going to be pestering him To make sure he gives you a call up? I, I was trying to pester him last night If I, if I knew for definitely the job I'd have been all over him at the sports writers But uh, <laughs> nah, I was maybe a bit too uh, bit sh- Me shy, I don't know if shy fits into my personality But I was maybe a bit too shy to go and uh, man mark him But I've done a better job in... Uh, in um, Beresic in the in the Sunday. The, oh, by the way, uh, about that, about that, you were getting a bit of stick yeah. for throwing yourself to the ground too easily, know, according to the Rangers know, manager. It's, so it's good to nibble back occasionally. You know, I mean, that's I, I should have had a penalty at Parkhead two weeks ago. Is is uh, um, and, and I heard I got nine point eight from a dive. So uh, I wonder how many points Morelos got during our game. Never mind every week. So so no, it was uh, it was good to be part of it. We got we got a decision, which I do think is a penalty. 
you might disagree I went theatrically down But it's a penalty <laughs> In my opinion You went, um, you went down theatrically you, You're admitting this are you? I'm at it. I didn't get it Park Ken I didn't get it. I went down The way he pushed me So I got it That's, I got I, I got a big decision That we deserved So, uh, so I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to apologise for that I'm not going to apologise for it pulled me so Anyway we'll leave it there Because you are on your way to the airport You're probably there already So enjoy the holiday Thanks for taking your time No thanks so much Take care of it Good man That was Stephen O'Donnell uh, On his way to the airport (laughs) With Aberdeen's Michael Devlin as well Rubbing it in that they finished above them If I was Mikey Devlin There'd be a boundary charge When he got to the airport Sounded excited I think he was just on holiday mode there. I was just saying to you chaps Prior to him coming on there The, the relief And you know they can, uh, You know you're going to get a wee break Before probably going uh, Back into the Scotland International set up And yeah. uh, it was very much uh, deserved I think what you said there Made a lot of sense You know he Is also asking everyone to understand That you know Stevie Clark's not going to come in Beat Cyprus and then go to Brussels and beat Belgium, the number one team. This will this will take time. Archie's and Shawlands, good appointment or not, Archie? Uh, it's a good appointment, guys. To see in international terms, Stevie Clark's appointment to Scotland manager is as big as when Celtic got Brendan Rodgers. That's how big it is for our national team because we've had managers that have been totally useless. No disrespect to our last manager, Alan McLeish. I mean. Even as a fan, you weren't confident watching him. So I don't know what like a player was. But uh, with Stevie Clark, we've got a manager that knows the game inside out. And the, the most important thing about Stevie Clark is, because at the moment, guys, we've not got good players on our team. We might have three or four quite decent players, and the rest are all very average, very average in my opinion. So Stevie Clark is the kind of manager that can get the best out of these kind of players, the average ones, and they can play well and good. That we, which we need to get back into these competitions And we certainly don't need idiots phone up To say you only got the job because they just wanted it Honestly. Well, we, we know that is not the case uh, Plenty of people would have wanted it Steve Clark was the SFA's first choice And you're right The job uh, of a manager is to make good players even better and that's what that he seems year. to do Yeah Yeah listen you have to give him credit You look at some of the players And, and the level that have hit The consistency And he's absolutely right Actually, We were uh, at an event last night And a former Scotland manager says With the greatest respect to the current crop They are not, nowhere near the level That he had at his disposal When they were qualifying for uh, uh, tournaments And he was absolutely right Hugh It's about finding the right balance Trying to find a striker for somewhere Who's going uh-huh. to lead the country forward To score them important goals um, Archie is the hope that he replicates And obviously I'm, I'm not talking about results I'm talking about specifically what he did with Kilmarnock In terms of getting the most out of that group of players Do you think that's something that can be done at an international level? It's a very different type of job with no day-to-day contact Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying International football is completely different to club football As I said, you look at the players to, to take on the likes of England Argentina's, Brazil's and all that Belgium, Spain's But at least we've got a manager that could be hopefully like Craig Brown used to be Make us have to, to beat And get into these competitions Because uh, I just feel a bit more confident now And as I've said before as well We've got some young boys coming through And these young boys are good players We've seen them These Hearts boys were good against the Celtic And these Celtic boys are coming through as well mm. And Rangers players as well So it's looking good And let's, we've got a good manager now So let's get behind them And stop slagging them off Hopefully Yeah I mean listen I'm all for optimism And looking at that, at that, at that younger Yep Younger group and yeah. see what's coming here, but at the same time, 
the Stevie Clark's job at the moment is pr- is probably not about those guys. No, it's, it's about the ones that we know about. There might be the odd one that you've not thought yeah. of, but probably it is still about the group of guys that are there. Without a doubt, and and Archie's absolutely right. He'll have to come in with this group of players. Some of them have not been uh, allowing themselves to be picked. They've they've juked out of uh, responsibility. But ultimately, he has to get a shape. Everybody buying into it And it was interesting Listening to Stephen O'Donnell there When he was talking about The amount of time it will take The time the preparation To actually yeah. incorporate That style of play In these guys All our problems came to a head One afternoon in Kazakhstan There were withdrawals From the squad Those who played Underachieved And were intimidated By a side Who were far beneath them In the world rankings And so we lost And lost In a humiliating fashion this is the equivalent now of Steve Clark coming in to Rugby Park on day one and finding the team bottom of the league. Things can only get better. 01419511025 to give us a call. I want to tell you about this though. Finish the season with a win on Clyde One Super Scoreboards with Ladbrooks. Download the app and have a bookie in your back pocket. Please gamble responsibly. Yes, as you know, the football season comes to an end this weekend with the Scottish Cup final now on Saturday's Super Scoreboard. Think of it as an end-of-season thank you to you. We're teaming up with the sponsors of the SPFL, Ladbrokes.com, to make you a winner. Tune in on Scottish Cup final day. We'll give you the chance to win hospitality for four people to an old firm game of your choice next season. Not a bad prize at all, I'm sure you'll agree. So finish the season with a win, and you can also pick up some signed Celtic or Rangers merchandise. Listen and win this Saturday on Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrokes.com. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Alex Ray and Hugh Keevens are here, so give us a call or tweet us at Clyde SSB. On the day Stevie Clark was announced as the new Scotland Manager, Kamarnock fans, I've not heard from you I don't know if you're in mourning over the loss Because it clearly had a great impact at your team But let us know, give us an insight into what he brought And I suppose it's uh, already a case of who next for Kilmarnock Let's go straight back on the line though Josh is in Irvine, hi Josh How are you doing? Not too bad, how are you? Happy with Stevie Clark's appointment? Absolutely over the moon guys Buzzing, absolutely buzzing What in particular uh, is cause for your buzz? Well, three week, two week, two weeks on Saturday, we've got the Cyprus game. Then uh, we need to wake up early the next day to drive to Manchester to get a flight over to Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I've been really looking forward to the trip uh, and the date and, the, and the, the home game, obviously for for a while. But this now, I'm actually looking forward to it for the football. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I just I, I was on before um, after Alec left. And I said uh, that I'd, I'd hoped it would be Stevie Clark get the job because it, it, he seems like a bit of a Walter Smith type figure. Um, and I was quite heartened to hear Chris Boyd the day uh, talking about how it'll be almost it'll be Steve Clark's way or the highway in terms of call ups. You know, we'll, we'll not be seeing any of this feigning and injury and then coming back up to squads and, and you know coming back and forth and that. If if you want to play, come and play. If you don't, then hit the road. Um, so yeah, really, really happy with it, that kind of aspect of it. And I'll not be surprised to be to be honest if we start to see a couple of the players that have been, you know, feigning injury and kind of hemming and hawing about whether or not to get called up or not, uh, start to come out of the woodwork because there will be a buzz. I mean, in his in his speech yesterday to the Kelly fans, Steve Clark talked about. How when he arrived at Kelly, there was a disconnect between the fans, the board, 
um, and, and, and everything to do with that club. I mean, th- that situation sounds very similar to what we have going at the national setup right now. Well, Alec, Gordon and myself sat at the Football Writers Association dinner last night and listened to Craig Brown as he received his uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. And Craig Brown, when Scotland manager, used to say, I want volunteers, I don't want conscripts. And that will be the case under Steve Clark. If you're in any way half-hearted with playing for your country, mm. you won't be asked. Yeah, Alex, This and again, this is not to say that previous managers haven't been, but I'm not comparing, I'm just talking about Stevie Clark. He seems extremely headstrong, yeah. principled, all of those things. And you can imagine, as Stephen O'Donnell mentioned on the phone, him making some... You know, big decisions if yeah. he has to Gordon, he has a presence about him He has a, a character and a personality That people are a wee bit kind of afraid But they, they also give him that respect And in some respects, he is an old school manager When you used to go and see managers The, the caller Josh mentioned, Walter Smith there You were scared to go and see him And then when you did go and get it It was the arm round you He managed in the correct manner And again, but it's, but it's the whole ingredients So you've got a manager who has a fear factor He won't tolerate nonsense he can organise a team And it's just about trying to get a winning formula and, and I think when you look back at his command look record He got a couple of positive results early doors And that allowed him to build on that And if he can do that with Scotland Get the punters behind him And, and Josh is actually excited about going over to Belgium So you know, so that's the, the uplift you're getting right away by this appointment Josh puts it in a lovely way He was looking forward to going to Brussels <laughs> For the jolly <laughs> Now he's actually looking forward to Brussels because of football. the football We'll kill two birds with one stone here Josh, take your Scotland hat off Put your Rangers hat on Because I know you're also a Rangers fan Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard He was the last manager to take on Stevie Clark Domestically And he accepts responsibility for the loss Because of the changes he made But he's uh, not happy with individual mistakes He also says the late penalty they conceded was soft And as we touched on with Stephen O'Donnell Says he looked as if he was diving into a swimming pool you know, I'll take responsibility for it. You know, I made the changes in certain areas. I thought the performance was was okay uh, in general. You know, I can't fault the the effort or uh, the will to try and win the game. But again, it was a, a deja vu uh, moment where two two individual mistakes have have really hurt us and damaged us. So it's obviously disappointing to to lose the game the way we did. But I can't be too critical of the players. You know, they've gave me a lot this season, and we have to learn and, and move on for next season. I thought it was a good game of football today. You know, a decision at the end decided the outcome of the game. Everyone will have their opinion on that. I know mine. Um, Any complaints about? I'm not going to get nothing for complaining, am I? But I think it's very soft. I think um, there's minor minor contact, and um, someone who's six foot three, probably eighty three kilos, has gone over as if he's diving into a swimming pool. But there's nothing we can do about it, no. Uh, yes, Stephen O'Donnell, by his own admission, said that yeah, he probably did go down theatrically. Was it was it still a penalty? Because both can happen, yeah. can't they? Gordon, see if you, whatever fan uh, you're connected with, of a club, if someone pulls your top, automatically you shout, "That's a penalty." Oh. Now the the actual reality is, you see it time after time that it's not given, and he has thrown himself. So I can understand why the referee's given it because he's clearly pulled his top. Was there enough to actually have that reaction from that player, which ultimately? Got Willie Collum to, to give the penalty uh, But the problem was That Barisic was in such a poor position And not for the first time Absolutely uh, That afternoon Well well, the thing is If you look at the first goal uh, And I think And again you know, We praised young Kamara last week And this is the interesting thing Is because people are going to Cotton on to Kamara Because he likes to take a touch He likes to do one way Go the other way And when you're pressing at you The oh. key thing is Not to commit yourself 
Malumbu did it brilliantly And then the ball to uh, Chrissy Burke His touch and his finish was excellent It's but funny to hear the players take on it You know because at the time Stephen O'Donnell says he was Denied a certain penalty at Celtic Park And I believe he's absolutely correct I remember saying at the time For me that's a penalty Straightforward shove in the back But he did not go down in a way That would have made the referee think twice So he's saying to himself The next time that happens to me Now I know that fans will say "Ah, That's cheating No, it's You're making the referee make a decision Uh, Josh what did you make of the game yesterday? Um, it was, it was, it was. I mean, it was, it was all right. I suppose you've got to take a bit of a more of a pragmatic um, look at it as a Rangers fan and think, well, was the penalty soft? Yeah, it probably was. Gerard, they made five changes. You know, the result made little. It made no difference to the Rangers' eventual standing. Um, it certainly meant Aberdeen have got lesser chance of getting Europe now, uh, which I'm happy with um, because I don't think they deserve Europe. I think Kelly probably do deserve Europe. Um, and yeah, um, I mean, he made Gerard made those five changes. I think they, I'm not saying that they, they went out. I'm not saying they went out to lie down, but they, I think the players maybe went out with a view of, you know, the, the season's by. Let's go out and play this game, but you know, it's not really going to make any difference um, at, at the end of the day. So um, yeah, um, I, I mean. If you're a Rangers fan And you're honest with yourself You're probably saying to yourself Well I'm not really that bothered Okay well let's hear again From Stephen Gerrard Who was delighted Alfredo Morelos Got his 30th of the season He says they've only received One bid for the striker Since he took over And he's also hinting a move For Greg Stewart Is edging closer Again it's a, it's a great finish It's a striker's poacher's goal And um, I think his all All round level This season deserves 30 goals So very pleased for him But I think Well I'm hoping He's, he's learnt a lot from Certainly from the last Four or five weeks um, That's what we should all Be talking about Alfredo for goals And good play And yeah, good typical number nine play rather than talking about um, you know the discipline side of it. So I think it's good for him to, to go away remembering a goal rather than the last four weeks. He's on a four-year contract. We've had one bid for Alfredo since I've been the Rangers manager, and it was for three million euro. So would you expect to see him with you and me? <laughs> <laughs> Suggestions today that you've agreed a deal for Craig Stewart. There's been so much fascination surrounding Alfredo Morelos yep. because of the goals, because of the discipline, because of the the interest, the reported interest. Will he leave? How much will it be for? Um, what did you make of Stephen Gerrard there confirming that in his time, so since last summer, there's only been one yes. bid and it's it's been of three million euros? Well, listen, I think there's been some uh, big figures thrown at him. I think the Chinese club were led to believe it was about eight million pound that they put an offer in before he actually got there, Stephen Gerrard. If you take, I actually think it was quite honest for him to actually throw that out there. He didn't need to do that. Uh, if you're Steven Gerrard, you probably think to yourself, I said yesterday, you want to keep your main players. If you're getting a guy that's going 30 goals, if you can get on top of the discipline, which is obviously the other side of things, you then have a guy that has another nine or 10 games to contribute more than that 30 goals. His overall game's improving. And for me, if Rangers, that you, you want to try and keep your best players, Gordon. And, you know, I think it was an important one as well to get the goal plus. Get the 30 goals For Morelos Going into the summer Only one thing matters To Rangers Stopping Celtic Therefore for me Morelos stays Beat the 
Pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Beat the pundit time Your chance to take on Hugh Keevans Or Alex Ray And win yourself a signed ball But even if you don't win We're giving you something Just for getting through And coming on Because this Saturday The Guinness Pro 14 Rugby Final Takes place at Celtic Park And we've got local interest Because the Glasgow Warriors Are in it along with Leinster The Warriors looking for Their first title of course Since 2015 And you could be cheering them on All you have to do To win a pair of tickets To the game is get on to beat the pundit You don't even need to get any questions right So 0141 951 1025 Right now And hopefully we'll speak to you later But you only have until the news at 7 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to Thompson's.com Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are here In the first hour of tonight's show We kicked off by looking at the new Scotland manager Stevie Clark. We heard from him We heard from Stephen O'Donnell Kilmarnock and Scotland player And we heard from Stephen Gerrard Looking back on yesterday's game at Rugby Park So let's go to Trophy Day At Celtic Karamoko Dembele Come on Mikey Johnson was the star of the show What about that yesterday? What about Neil Lennon? What about the Scottish Cup final? 01419511025. This first. Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Yes, beat the pundit time. Hugh and Alex are ready. One of them is up against Andrew from Mount Vernon. How are you tonight, Andrew? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Yourself? Good, thank you. And you're a winner already, of course. You don't even need to get any right. It can go drastically downhill from here. And you're still walking away with a pair of tickets to Saturday's Guinness Pro 14 rugby final at Celtic Park between Glasgow Warriors and Leinster. Are you happy with that? Yeah, it's perfect. It's actually, it's my wife's birthday on Saturday, though, oh. so I'll probably take her. A freebie. An old, an old, <laughs> uh, you're an old romantic, Andrew. Uh. <laughs> Who says romance is dead Let's see if you can get a signed ball as well Hand it over with the, the I tickets I love you darling uh, Edge you're <laughs> up against Hugh Keevans And Tails you're up against Alex Ray And it's Tails Alex wow. against Andrew So let me give Alex some Clyde 2 And make sure he can't hear us He's given me the thumbs up Andrew you have got 30 seconds Head to head you can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit Are you ready? Yep Okay let's do it <clears throat> Who scored Rangers only goal in the 2-1 loss to Comarnock? Uh, Morella Joe Chalmers is set to sign for which club from Inverness? Uh, Motherwell How many Scotland caps does Stevie Clark have? Six Which German team has Dedrick Boyata signed for? Uh, Hertha Berlin Kenny Shields managed which Scottish side between 2013 and 14? Dunfermline Gordon Strachan played for Aberdeen in which other Scottish club? Uh, Aberdeen And where did Celtic's Tom Boyd begin his playing career? Uh, Chelsea Motherwell mm, I'll look at Stewart's inquiry on whether what your first attempt was there We'll get the producer to give me the nod Anyway, Alex Ray's back, are you ready Alex? Yes Right, same set of questions to you, shall we? Sure Who scored Rangers only goal in the 2-1 loss to Marnock? Joe Chalmers is set to sign for which club from Inverness? Ross County How many Scotland caps does Stevie Clark have? One which German team has Dedrick Boyata signed for? Hefe Blin. Kenny Shields managed which Scottish side between 2013 and 2014? Gordon Strachan played for Aberdeen and which other Scottish Hibs. clubs? Where did Celtic's Tom Boyd begin his playing career? Motherwell. And number eight, which team is nicknamed the Blue Brazil? Cowan Beef. Okay, okay, okay. What do you think of the competition, Andrew? 
Uh, I think he's done me Do you think so? You were both pretty good You both sounded confident uh, First one <laughs> We sounded confident Whether that was uh, meant or not Who scored Rangers only goal It was Morelos You both got it One all uh, Joe Chalmers is He's crossing the divide The El Kessico mm. Hugh yeah. He's going to Ross County From Inverness Alex knew it He goes into a 2-1 lead Andrew equalised Straight away Was that a guess Andrew On the caps? Uh, yeah, well, I, th- I feel like I've heard it somewhere, small, it? but I don't know where. Six caps. Six. Well, you, you did hear it somewhere. Well, well done. done. So it's an equaliser for Andrew. You both knew Hertha Berlin was Dedrick Boyata, so you're level on three all. You dived in a bit. Kenny Shields between 2013 and 14 was Morton. Uh, so it's still three all. Gordon Strachan played for Aberdeen and Dundee. It was Dundee. Where did Celtic's Tom Boyd begin his playing career? Andrew went chair Motherwell. I'm feeling generous It's the end of the season Because you got it as well Alex Ray And you also got That Cowdenbeath Was nicknamed The Blue Brazil So there we go It's five for Alex Ray And only four for Andrew Andrew The sign ball stays here You're going to have to Apologise to your wife for us But You can take her for a nice Romantic night at the rugby Enjoy Perfect Thank you Good man That was Andrew Just for playing Beat the Pundit All week Your chance to go to the Guinness Pro 14 final At Celtic Park this Saturday We'll be cheering on Glasgow Warriors uh, Leinster there as well Uh, If you still want to get tickets You can go to www.pro14rugby.org And like I say We'll do this all week All week So there we go 01419511025 Trophy day At Celtic Park Hugh What did we see What did we learn Um, In terms of the cup final Perhaps not very much Although Mikey Johnson's display in two goals uh, May have put him into Neil Lennon's mind For the starting eleven. He did nothing at Ibrooks the previous weekend However, he was out of position at Ibrooks I think we saw yesterday what he's capable of When he's in the right position uh, Karamoko Dembele I think will be on the bench at Hamden You think he, he will? Yeah, I, I really do you get seven subs, you know, those who don't make it to the starting 11, perhaps like Scott Sinclair or Johnny Hayes, uh, will be there. And there's room for Karamoko Dembele. Um, other than that, we learned that Neil Lennon brought stability to Celtic when Brendan Rodgers left, when there was scope for instability. And he deserves full praise. And credit for getting eight in a row over the line. That was his remit. He has done his job. If he wins the cup and therefore the treble treble, then that's icing on the cake. But the remit was to get eight over the line. And he did so. For Hearts, the worries Ollie Lee on top of uh, Piazzu being injured. Ollie Lee being out of the final on Saturday would be a blow for Craigley. Yeah, absolutely. It was. Uh, it's always good to see your young kids. Dembele's a, a talent, as I said, Gordon. I seen him a couple of years ago. He's terrific. Mikey Johnson again. They they continue to produce decent kids. The 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 couple of goals in which he produced as well. And it's, that's exactly what you're looking for for your academy. You know, we we speak about what the Celtic need in the summer. So they'll look at the loan market. They will look at fees, but also they'll look but to their academy as well. And these guys are doing themselves ever so good. 01419511025 Let's hear from you Trophy day at Celtic yesterday Neil Lennon says He enjoyed it He was full of praise For Mikey Johnson's Goal scoring performance And he said the atmosphere Made it feel a bit more Like the Celtic park He knows I enjoyed it 
immensely. Enjoyed the game and obviously all the celebrations afterwards as well. It's great moments, you know, and really important for the players that they enjoy it because it's the culmination of all their hard work and, and talent. And nice to, to celebrate with that victory. Yeah. I think it was, it was important. We played really well second half, and uh, Michael scored two outstanding goals. Allied to having a, a great performance, so young boys did really well, and the players who have been sort of a bit rusty got some real valuable game time. And second half played very very well. You got to find a balance. These Bankovic beats on, in Cham, you know, Sinky. They all needed game time because they haven't had much recently, and uh, it was important that they got the match sharpness and fitness and all the things you get from the game today, bearing in mind that they could be involved in the final next week. I oh, really enjoyed it, yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. And it felt more a bit like the Celtic Park. I know it was beautiful and the, the atmosphere, everything about it today, the performance, the connection between the players and the fans was, yeah, I mean, it uh, rolled back the years for me. It was great. Hey, I met Neil last night at the Football Writers' Dinner. He was very relaxed, uh, clearly had enjoyed his day and... Perfectly at ease with the situation in which he finds himself and that he's preparing Celtic for a cup final but doesn't know if he'll be the manager. So he's at ease with what's going on and he knows it's only a matter of days anyway because as soon as the final is over, Celtic must show their hand because time is of the essence during the summer when so many players have to be shipped out, so many have to be brought in. Uh, So he is in a good place at the moment. How many places are available in Celtic's Scottish Cup final team, Alex? Can anyone from yesterday have played their way in? Can Mikey Johnson? Can has the belly? Well, we'll get to him in a second. So let's yeah, go, Mikey I think Johnson. Mikey first. Johnson potentially could come off that left-hand side, Gordon. Uh, again, um, if uh, Tierney is fit, he will most certainly go into left back. The two centre halves take care of herself. The right back will probably be Lustig if he's fit as well. Um, and then you've got your Brown in the middle of the park with McGregor, and then it's uh, you have Forrest. Edward, Rogic probably in the left-hand side is very much up for grabs and you know it's that inconsistency over the course so but if you're looking at that boy there match winner scoring two goals you think to yourself he's got an opportunity here If you're James Forrest and you've absolutely cleaned up yes. in terms of the awards you're the PFA Scotland Player of the Year Scottish Football Writers Association International Player of the Year and the Domestic Player of the Year you want to go out on a major high at Hamden on Saturday on what is such a, an important day for Celtic. Uh, Neil Lennon was praising Karamoko Dembele. He says he got the crowd off their feet. He was praising his football intelligence, believing he's a big talent, but admitting they do need to develop him in the right way. Brilliant. Just great to watch. And it's the type of player that you want at Celtic, you know, gets a big crowd off their feet. And his football intelligence, you know, everyone talks about his skill, and but... His football intelligence was very, very good today. So delighted, delighted for him. Obviously, we need to keep a lid on it. But um, yeah, it's great that the fans have seen a glimpse of the future as well. You can sense they enjoyed it, didn't they? Yeah, it was a great time. You know, end of season, forty-five minutes. Great up. Look, the kid's sixteen. You know, we know how talented he is, and we just want to develop him in the right way. But he's been cheering with the first team. He's had a very good season with the development team. So. I had no hesitation in giving him 45 minutes. There was always a plan to get him some game time anyway, but with Berkey going off, we just felt I'd just throw the kid in there and let him play. Develop him in the right way, though. Does, Absolutely. does that mean that he could just say, nope, Scottish Cup final? Don't think so. He's 16, he's played 45 yeah. minutes, out you come. Well, he, he certainly won't start the match, but he, there's ample room on the bench for him. Uh, it's going to be such a huge day. 
And I realise there are two teams playing at Hamden, not just one. But it's a huge day. It's May 25, the most important date in Celtic's history. The supporters are already planning a display at the Celtic end of the ground. Uh, it's the treble treble at stake. Never been done in the history of Scottish football. It's the weight of history on Celtic's shoulders, but there is still room for Karamoko Dembele to be on that bench. Oh, God, sorry, I was just looking back at the previous game against Rangers just to give you an example of the bench when Celtic have their full quarter. You've got Tolian, Benkovic, uh, Ralston, Beton, Sinclair and Insham. So for me, there's not a lot of movement there. There may well be one or two injuries we don't know about. You know, Scott Brown's been potentially Lustig, uh, Tierney, so... but. They are really strong So for the young boy to make that But I think it was important For a recognising mm. what, what Neil said there In terms of protecting this kid as well Because yeah. obviously you want to get excited But the, he is only 16 The first thing Jim Duffy said as well Was similar to Neil Lennon Of course the eye-catching thing Is when you get the ball And you beat a few men And you yeah. get a shot away But Jim was particularly impressed When he spoke on yesterday's show About the, the intelligence The movement the, the ability to spot the space And, and drop off into a space And, and, and Pick a quick pass as well and yes. Not not always having to go and beat a man Gordon I, I seen some footage of the kid last night On uh, social media And I was uh, You're absolutely right When he when he rode that tackle He gets scythed in two He's back up He's cutting inside He's having shots But there was times when people Were getting close to me Just popping it off first time And that's yeah. a recognition Of what's actually going on Round about your awareness As I said earlier on This kid's got an unbelievable Opportunity to kick on John is a Celtic fan In Proven Mill What did you make of yesterday John? Uh, good evening Gordon Hi and uh, Alex Hi, I'd just like to start Gordon As you mentioned My father who passed away Five weeks ago He was a great listener To the show Love the football And uh, you uh, We said to your brother Frank Who was my dad So you know what I'm talking about Sorry to hear that John Well on behalf of us all uh, We hope our thoughts Are with you all Okay cheers uh, I get a point for uh, Scotland I think with Steve Clark Now this is a question I want to ask I think Steve Clark Speaking to Scott Brown, could bring him back out of retirement, we international retirement, and put him back in that team because he's got lots to offer. And I think a man like Steve Clark is a man to bring Scott Brown back into the fold. I have, uh, I have to say, I, I just do not think that's a possibility. I, I think Scott decided to go because he knows that he can only play club football now. If he wants to play club football well, he can't mix it with international football at the same time because club football means four qualifying rounds in the Champions League and it means a, a hefty season where Celtic are going for nine in a row in terms of the league. So I don't think that Scott Brown could be coaxed back into international football because he knows his body can't take it. I mean, John, that would be for a second time. Does that not make it highly unlikely? No, I think it's... Uh, honestly, I think... But listen, out here uh, with Scott Brown's experience, I mean, was he 33 just now? Uh, I mean, a guy has experience in the Scotland squad. I think, again, previous calls talking about uh, Steve Clark will bring the best out in players. I think he will bring the best out in players. I've never been at a Scotland game in my life. I'm considering going now because uh, Steve Clark's been appointed the Scotland man. But I think I'd like to see guys like Scott Brown coming back to the, uh, the Scotland team and... I mean, that's my opinion. I would love to see that happen. I think Steve Clark's the man who could actually speak to Scott Brown and put him back in that international scene. But, but it's not—it's not a reluctance to play for his country. It's an understanding and appreciation of the fact that his body can't do it. You know, he's come out of international football because he wants to help Celtic continue to win trophies, and he knows that with the heavy European schedule into the bargain. 
he can't do international football anymore not for me either, uh, John. I just don't see him coming out of international retirement. I think he's played 50 games this season, Scott Brown. He'll be 34 in the summer, I think. He's he's a couple of months away from, from his 34th birthday. And it just prolongs the level of performance week in week for Celtic. And, uh, but I take your point on board. It's in, and that's really interesting to get a gauge of a guy who doesn't watch Scotland. He's actually encouraged. So I think from a, a national point of view, that is... Well done John back to the domestic stuff What did you make of Trophy Day yesterday Some of the youngsters on show And of course we are into Scottish Cup final week Aye uh, Again The thing me now The boy Dumbelli Was fantastic Again I know the, the future's bright for Scotland I don't know if that boy's going to be Go to Scotland or England I think he's got a choice here I'm not too sure But Domestically I think it's fantastic I think I mean Celtic Treble Treble What they could be doing It's uh, phenomenal But just before I go Gordon a wee word for Alec Alec Did you not consider Putting your, your name in the hat mate For the commander job Because the experience you've got And the contacts no. and, and I know you I know No John, I, know John actually, I actually went down And got interviewed With uh, Michael Johnson The, the old chairman uh, At the same time As Mick Sue Patalain And um, oh, I've been about 10 years ago It's just after the Dundee stint I had and I enjoyed it It was a great experience And things But I'm actually enjoying Working with these two characters Every week <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to lose them Just yet uh, Hugh That's that's back to what John was saying at, at the moment it looks like Karamoko Dembele will play for England yeah. We'll deal with that another time I'm sure yeah. there's a lot to happen um, on, on that front But Scottish Cup final week it, It's it's always mm. big yeah. And you get the sense that Because of the form And because of recent results Not many giving Hearts a chance And that can be dangerous Yeah exactly Complacency is a dangerous thing in football Uh it is possible to pick a negative statistic about Hearts. You know the the what is it one win in the last nine league games, uh, nine points out of the last forty two possible points. So injury problems at Piazzu, Ollie Lee. It's at that precise moment you have to stop yourself mm-hmm. talking like that and think. Well, the cup final is important to them as well. You know. Oren Kearney used a lovely expression at the weekend The St Mirren manager When he said of St Mirren and Dundee United We both have our stories Hearts and Celtic both have their stories May 25 is Celtic's story the, the most important date in the club's history And the chance for a treble treble But Hearts have their story as well And they've played Celtic in two previous Scottish Cup finals And Hearts won both I do want to squeeze in a couple of thoughts from Twitter Mick thinks that Cham has played his way into the team I know Hugh has slammed his attitude As have I uh, But I thought he was very good yesterday Looks fit and lean for the first time in ages He looked very interested And that hasn't been the case of late I think that Olivier and Cham had a wee look at Karamoko Dembele And thought I'm not going to be upstaged by a 16 year old and Tony's got a question for you as a midfielder, Alex. What yes. do you think Ewan Henderson needs to improve on to get a good run? His range of passing yes. is terrific. Maybe do what we did with Christie and get him out playing for a top six side. I, I think that's a, a brilliant uh, suggestion to put him out because what it allows him to do is it allows him to play on a weekly basis. He's technically very good. He, he, i seen a wee action he did with a wee step up, we drag back and then played it outside his boot. It was brilliant. And you actually see that and he's been schooled brilliantly. He has to develop and to get game time, that would actually benefit him. Greatly. Right, this has been good fun. Key Store are supporting community football teams across Scotland by offering out grants. Now, you know, we feel very strongly about grassroots football and that sort of thing. So, for you to win funding for your team, mm-hmm. Key Store are asking you to send in videos of your best goal celebrations. Now, 
All the details are on Clyde1.com Slash score with Keystore But the Super Scoreboard team Have also been getting involved In giving you your chance To win a hamper Worth 250 quid Grand Jam-packed full of goodies From Keystore Go to Twitter right now At Clyde SSB You will see a video Of Mark Wilson Gordon DL And myself Attempting That's the key word To recreate a few Well-known goal celebrations I'll put goals five aside You can see one of the attempts on Twitter right now If you know whose celebration that is Call us now 01419511025 And you could win that £250 key store hamper You only have until the end of the break So call now Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are here talking football So give us a shout on the phones or on Twitter And just before we move on I want to give you something I want to give you something for free So all you had to do uh, To be in with the chance of winning a £250 hamper Of snacks and drinks from Key Store Was go to our Twitter feed at Clyde SSB And tell us whose goal celebration is Gordon DL <laughs> Trying to recreate The phone lines have been busy The first person through is Lee Who's a Rangers fan from Christon How are you Lee? I'm not bad Gordon How are you? Not too bad at all Who do you think it was? Who was Gordon's trying to recreate The whole celebration of? Uh, the bold Mario Bar- Balotelli It was the bold Mario Balotelli You should go and watch the video He's got the t-shirt Why always me? Yes, Hugh. Oh, yes. He tries to pull it over his head He couldn't get it over his big beak The t-shirt was getting stuck And all the rest of it We had great fun filming it And Lee You are correct Well done to you Thank you, cheers Good man, stay on the line And producer Andy will get your uh, details That's thanks to Keystore A £250 hamper Simple as that Mm. uh, Full of snacks and drinks from Keystore I I need to offer Keystore my apologies Alright, okay What have you done? I I went to pick up the nipper Ruben From the (laughs) the nursery And he he wanted to go to Keystore up the road For his sweeties And let's say He rearranged a sweetie shell for them I I don't think they were quite prepared for it But Not in the way that they wanted it No, 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 sorry about that Oh, these things happen Anyway well done uh, to Lee Let me quickly get the full time teaser up and running Oh you're excited Last week of the full time teaser This one's been sent in uh, by Graham Black From mm. Cope Bridge He sent it to fulltime at Clyde1.com 11 players Have appeared in 37 Or 38 Of the 38 Premiership matches For their team this season So we'll call it the Almost ever presence uh-huh. 11 players have appeared in 37 or 38 of the 38 Premiership mm. matches played by their team this season. Joe Lewis. Yes, 37. Uh, uh, this is tough. I'm looking at the list. Uh, Golson. Nope. Mm. Uh, Tavernier. Yes, 37 as well. James Tavernier. Think, uh, yeah. Hugh Evans. Any? I don't like that silence mm. <laughs> I must admit It makes me uneasy You can play along with us By the way We would encourage you to do so At Clyde SSB 11 players have appeared In 37 or 38 Of the 38 Premiership matches For their team This season So sub appearances do count um, McKenna? No mm. okay, Considine. Considine No any from you Can you think of any name Can you Ziggy, think of Ziggy go up Do you know he's in 36 I think oh, he just Ziggy. misses out Great shout Scored okay. the weekend as well What a great finish 01419511025 Alex is a St Mirren fan on the line Hi Alex Hi good evening gents And uh, before I get to the end uh, Have a great summer When it comes to you guys It's uh, well deserved Thank you Gordon, Alex I'd rather I'd rather be on the night Gordon talking about St Mirren's win at uh, Dens Park 
mm-hmm. Saturday and uh, two games against Dundee United. But instead, what I'm on about tonight is the absolute shambles of a ticketing system that St Mern have got for season ticket holders. So they've sold season ticket holders seats for this Sunday's final game, probably the biggest game we've had since we won the league. Um, online last night, some of the season ticket holder seats have been sold to other fans. Uh, it's meant in Twitter the day I've seen where mothers can't sit beside their children now because the mother's seat's been sold, um, bulk buying the tickets, and uh, pensioners that can use the online ticketing system can have the season ticket um, for this Sunday, although I do believe I've now changed it. The ticket off was open to four o'clock today for season ticket holders, and I was down there myself. Gordon Scott popped his head out the door at 10 to 3 with about 100 people. Now, the average queuing time today was three hours to get a ticket to the game. Three hours. Popped his head out at 10 to 4 and then sent two staff out with raffle tickets to go along the queue to come back as a priority on another day. Now, this was already hundreds of guys that were taking the day off work and people that were taking the day off work that can't come back given a, a raffle ticket to be a priority. Mm. Now, it just smacks of what the club thinks of season ticket holders. OK, let's try and dissect some of that, Hugh. First of all, we always acknowledge with these things that the club are more than welcome to come on and explain their side of it. Yes. That there, are, there, are always diff- there are always two sides to the story. Notwithstanding that, though, that sounds like now, a pretty difficult day for St Mirren fans absolutely. and at a time when they should be able to look forward to, to going to the game. Now, Alex, I'm going to have to ask your question because I'm shooting in the dark here and you can help me on the basis that when you buy your season ticket at the start of this season you do not know that you're going to be in the playoff final is the playoff final actually covered by your season no. ticket? No, it wouldn't be Alex it, It's not you and and what we've been asking for is that the priority the Dundee United have done this the priority mm. for season ticket holders at Dundee United is Wednesday night to collect your tickets if you want to go to the game against St Mum on Sunday. So they've got until Wednesday night. We've got a tighter turnaround to go to their ground, and that's a different issue, which I'll not go into. But for our home game, the, the, the club have come out yesterday and said there was a glitch in the computer system that released the season ticket holder seats before they had the chance to buy them themselves. So it's not covered under the ticket. Um, but a glitch... Um, mm. I, I must admit, I don't believe that. I think somebody's just pressed a button here and not thought the implications. And when you're trying to buy tickets, even for the Indian United game, we've only got 1,200 tickets, which is nowhere near enough. Mm. But you're only allowed to buy one ticket. I've got five season tickets in my family. I can only buy one ticket online. Why, why is that? Is you not able to? Is it not X amount per season ticket? No, what you can do, what you can do, Gordon, and some people have done it, is you can create an account with more than one person linked in so that, say, um, if there was games during the year where you wanted to go and take three, four people with you, then mm. you would use the online ticketing system. But there's been massive issues with that as well. There's mm. been stories of people refreshing it 20, 30 times to get one ticket by the time they get through. Um, they've been charged four times when they've only been wanting to buy one ticket because of refreshing it. Yeah, I mean, I was I was reading a lot on social media about it, Alex. Reading yes. some of the comments, um, and again, we 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 welcome someone from the club can come on and, and explain it. We will look into it, but at the same time, Alex, 
Alex Ray yeah. it, It's just a shame For fans like Alex And others to be Yes In this situation Building up to the game In this way Yeah absolutely Because I, I was up at uh, Dundee at the weekend Gone I thought some men Were brilliant On the day You know They looked to have momentum Three draws Three wins Out of the last six I got into this In good form uh, and then you got Alex coming on talking about the problems with season tickets and the, the issue and standing for three hours. The issues with buying it online for certain people as well. And it's not ideal. And I've got a friend who's a Dundee United fan, Gordon, and they're kind of up in arms as well because of the allocation they've got coming down here because both sets of fans travel in their numbers. Who I think oh. there was about 2,500 at the weekend. So this isn't ideal, but I think St Mirren will be trying to work on this, Gordon, because it's clearly not working. What about on the pitch then, Alex, when hopefully it all gets sorted out and, and you get to go to the game? What are you expecting? How are the nerves a few days out? Um, I, well, I, listen, Gordon, I don't think there's a lot of people who get nerves about the game just now because they've got nerves about trying to get a ticket to the game. <laughs> but, you know, if you think about the game, I'm really confident. As Alex said, Gordon, a great run just now. And that's why we should be on here talking about... Um, the job Oren Kearney's done since um, you know his own transfer window in January, the confidence that's running through the team, six games unbeaten, big results when we need it. We, I'm really confident we'll work with Indy and get a draw and we'll bring them back home and we'll beat them by a goal or two goals at home. Uh, that's that's where I'm I, I don't think that uh, we're going to lose the games, but we're certainly going to lose the confidence of the fans because people can't get to the game. And there's a lot of people now saying they're just going to watch the games uh, on uh, satellite TV rather than try and get a ticket, which is a travesty. It's the two biggest games of the season for us. Oh, yeah, I mean, Hugh, these talk about season-defining games, you either go up or you, or you go down but as yeah. a result of them, so they're massive. The more Alec uh, goes into this ticketing situation, the more I would like to hear from someone at St Mirren just to patiently explain... What is going on? Has anything gone wrong? Has there been a mistake? If there's a, a glitch in a piece of machinery, then I'm very much afraid that that's what comes with the territory. Uh, but it would require someone with a greater knowledge of these matters. Especially someone who's as anti-technology yeah, as you, to yeah, be fair. Especially a complete <laughs> Luddite chancer like me. Uh, it requires someone from St Mirren to say, look... This was the intention Because I'm going right back to the start here If you don't know you're in the playoff final When you buy your season ticket at the start of the season And your playoff final is not covered by the season ticket Then if the club sell that seat I yeah, but, s- yeah, but Generally you would expect the season ticket to have some sort of priority that, That's the problem Anyway, thank you very much to Alex uh, in Cardonald We wish you well We hope you get sorted out 01419511025 Some good answers coming in at Clyde SSB Guys trying to help you out On this full time teaser mm. 11 players Have appeared in 37 or 38 Of the 38 Premiership matches For their team This season You've got Joe Lewis And James Tavernier John Suter No, no he's injured for a while Who wasn't he mm. I'm just trying uh, Tony, Tony Andrew Mm-mm. No um, Backman Um Motherwell I mean um, these guys have done really well Because if you think about it Backman didn't play yesterday So all that means is one other yeah, game that he didn't feature in And he's he's out the list Yeah, I'm just trying to think of goalkeepers Because you tend to get that but I'll, get, I'll give you a clue Joe Lewis is your only goalkeeper Would oh, you believe? Fuck. I thought there would be way more than yeah. that But he's the only goalkeeper hmm. What about the boy, the midfielder for, for Hamilton? Aggressive No McKinnon No, Darian McKinnon. no, no, no. Livingston, who, who's at Livingston? Oh, Declan Gallagher. Gallagher All yeah. 38 
played in all 38 games Declan Gallagher Here you go a good wee team us too, aren't we? <laughs> Self praises, no praise. Uh, <laughs> Craig Halkett? No. He's just a couple behind. Uh, Declan McManus. I don't know who he plays for in the top flight. He's not one. No. Um, no, I don't so mean him. Th- well, who who so do I mean? Declan Gallagher. You've already said him and he's right. Declan Gallagher. Uh, the, 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 the Pittman, the boy in midfield. Scott Pittman? Yeah. He played 38 games. Well wow. done. Alright, that's a good start Joe Lewis, Declan Gallagher, Scott Pittman James Tavernier Let's take a call from Derek and Cathcart Hi Derek Hi there Gordon Good evening to you Good evening Alex Hi Derek It's the, the Steve Clark appointment Again, I know there's been a lot of calls about it tonight and But the one thing I really hope is that Well, it probably won't But we avoid the circus that went round with Alex McLeish And I always felt At times we're just too quick uh, to pull the plug and I really really hope that Steve Clark does get obviously the full backing of everybody but he gets time to do the job I really think that's very very important irrespective of if we get a few dodgy results on the way we just have to take that well, and just go on with it as I say if you've been 21 years away from the major championships then it's not going to be fixed in 21 days uh, there will have to be understanding But I think that Steve Clark goes into this With two terrific years behind him at Kilmarnock And he has the trust of Not just people who support Kilmarnock But others who look at him and think He's a solid manager alright uh, So I, I don't think there will be any clamour for his head If we lost to Belgium in Brussels And they're the number one ranked International team in the world that's no surprise at all. So we can, we can get over that and we can move on. What does success look like, or what what's the criteria, Alex? Because we've got a really st- strange setup now. We're we're in the playoffs already yes. for for the Nations League, but that's still to come. If you take the conventional campaign, you could say that we're already behind because absolutely because of Kazakhstan. A, a, a defeat against Kazakhstan is going to make qualifying pretty hard from that absolutely. group. So. I don't know At what point What's deemed success What's deemed failure If we beat the teams That we're expected to beat And maybe nick A, a positive result Against Belgium Maybe at home Or You know I'm Russia. talking about a, a Russia You know So you're looking at the ones Gordon Because You want to beat the teams Around about you Or below you For, for, for starters If anything There was a hiccup along the way Then people will start Oh here we go again But at see Derek's point I said to you earlier on You don't get time that's the thing, you do not get time People are quick to judge We live in an age now where social media is ba- Wrong man, he's this, he's that And the next thing And unfortunately, you just don't get it I, I would summarise it, Gordon, by saying Do what you should do mm-hmm. Beat those you should beat And then go on, surprises yes. Beat someone that you shouldn't beat uh, And let's take it step at a time And start from that basis And not put the man under pressure To definitely qualify for the next tournament but we understand he's a solid appointment. What do you think, Derek? Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely, 100%. It's, um, I think perhaps uh, what uh, Steve Clark did with Coman, it was a good bit of pragmatism about he, he played to their strengths. Uh, maybe it wasn't always the, the flowing football, but just look at the, the success that he had, getting a total of, I think it was 67 points. Well, I hope... He actually approaches the Scotland job just in that same way, and well, we we can only just support him now. How important is it though that, that we identify the possibility that you don't just 
transfer all your success from Kilmarnock because it's an extremely different job. Sure. And we talk about we talk about players, the challenge. Yes. Um, I don't think I'm being unfair on guys like Andy Robertson, who his game at club level is just com- completely different. For a start, he's playing with better players. We acknowledge mm-hmm. that, but he's asked to do a different job in a different way. And sometimes when you then come into a national team, people say. Oh, Andy Robertson. It's not. It's not the same Andy Robertson yeah. that, that plays for Liverpool, because that's unavoidable. What, what about what about the possibility of that happening to the manager? Because it's completely different skill set, completely different circumstances. But you, but you look at this guy's backstory. You look at the places he's been. You look at the managers he's worked under. You look at what he did at West Brom on his own, and you look at the last two years of his life. This guy is dependable, solid. Trustworthy. Thank you Derek and Kath Cart Let's try and make progress on the teaser Remember you can play with us at Clyde SSB 11 players have appeared in 37 or 38 Of the 38 matches for their teams in the Premiership this season So guys like Joe Lewis, Declan Gallagher, Scott Pittman, James Tavernier Paul McGinn Nope, he's Ste- not far off Stephen McGinn Nope mm. He the old hair now up the boy, uh, Is it Forrest? Uh, no, the, the right back at Richie... The, the right back at St Johnson Oh Richard Foster Foster Yep 37 games for him Shock <laughs> Shock <laughs> I was just trying to think um, Who else it could be um, A couple of other full backs It's got a very defensive look about it This list Is that right mm-hmm. um, Lewis Stevenson No oh. Grey Generally No Oh I thought I had that there Did you see it same in my face I did Alright we'll get the rest of the answers next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the day Stevie Clark was named as the new Scotland manager. Hugh and Alex couldn't give a monkeys about that because they're distracted now with the full time <laughs> teaser. If you've got a question and you want to hear it used on the show, please send it to fulltime at Clyde1.com. That's fulltime at Clyde One. Tonight's question is this 11 players have appeared in 37 or 38 Of the 38 games played by their team In the Premiership this season So they're ever present or almost ever present Guys like Joe Lewis Declan Gallagher Scott Pittman James Tavernier Richard Foster Has one of them been on this programme tonight? And his name is Stephen O'Donnell (laughs) Yes, he's probably flying out on his holiday right now But he's, he's on the list He's got 37 appearances I think you'd be sat in the bar right now with you. <laughs> Perhaps. So one, two, three, four, five to go. Jeez, oh. Give you another clue. No Celtic and no well, more that Rangers. Us, yeah, that definitely helps. Well, it just saves you wasting any time thinking about yes. it. Uh, Hibs. Who, who have we got at Hibs? Stevie Mallon. Yes, 37 oh. appearances for Stevie Mallon. Oh, I would never have had that. A tweet came in from Hugh on Twitter that said, Stevie Mallon must, and he put it in capital letters, <laughs> must be right for the teaser. Yeah, it was right. There we go That's not bad Four to go here Any more cabbage and ribs? No Four to go And only two teams represented mm. So you can I don't know if that really makes any difference Dundee's had about 300 players playing this year (laughs) It is safe to say it's not Dundee Mm. Kenny Miller came closest I think But even he's a good bit short No St Mirren players either But they turn over eh? Correct Um, Okay let's take a call from Robert in Bayliston Hi Robert Good evening, Gordon. How are you? Yeah, good, Robert. What's on your mind? I'm fine. It's regarding the Celtic manager's job. Um, I I really can't see you by Neil Lennon not getting the job. 
Um, Neil Lennon has vast experience. Why spend three million, whatever it is, on bringing in one of these big names or a Davy Moyes when the man's already in place? Um, he's up against a rookie manager in terms of Gerard for Rangers. And I don't think Celtic need to go and bring in that kind of money to attract a name that doesn't know Scottish football. I would not bring Stephen Gerrard's name into this. You know, I mean, it's for Celtic to appoint the best manager they can. I do agree that this is Scotland and there is a limit to the amount of money that you can devote to these things. It'd be... You know, the the thing is, he's got... Neil Lennon has been there and done it. I understand that. And I, I, I do think that he's still in pole position. And given the unique remit here, the remit is win the league for the next two seasons and give Celtic 10 in a row. Neil Lennon understands this country and he understands the way the Celtic fans think and he would be delighted to be that man if he could get 10 in a row. He would then be not just an icon, but he'd be immortal. Yeah, yeah. He has His CV is excellent in comparison with Celtic's history and what he's done yeah. as a player and a manager. The, so why bounce uh, Davy Moy's name about, for instance, you know, when the man who's already done it is there? Well, well lots I, of tweets I, in asking about Davy Moyes, Hugh, because he was he was at the game and yes. he's in Glasgow this weekend. Well, he was at the awards do last night, so yeah. it, it, it can be coincidence. It might he, not be. He is a Glaswegian after all, <laughs> uh, and his family live here. Uh, his brother lives here. Uh, but I mean, Alan Pardew turned up at Celtic Park yesterday. I mean, but I don't think he's in the frame either. I I go back to my this is Scotland argument. You're you're not entitled if you're Peter Lawwell and Dermot Desmond to be paying seven, eight, nine, ten million pounds per season to a manager who would then want a huge amount of money to spend in the transfer market. Celtic have an obligation to look after the club as a whole. Neil Lennon, I think. Would be a reasonable appointment for Celtic to make, and it, the the longer it goes on, I know that the longer it goes on, Jim Duffy says that he thinks well, he's it's not, not the man. But the longer it goes on, the more I'm thinking he is the man. Robert, just to try and look at, at the other side of the argument, and granted, I'm I'm not in recruitment, but if you were trying to recruit someone for any job, surely before you, you get to anything else, anything else at all, your number one priority, right at the top of the list, get the best person. For the job, right now, if 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 you are if you're limiting that to someone who has been here before or so-called understands the Scottish game, does that not provide a risk of missing out on the best man for the job? Well, it's the way you look at it, Gordon. The thing is, Stephen Gerrard is a young rookie manager, and that's why I used his name. He's won nothing. He's new to the job. Neil Lennon has vast experience. So, you know, all these names that are getting banded about, they really don't know a lot about Scottish football. He does. He's been there and done it. That's my point. The counter-argument to that would be Neil Lennon came in as a rookie manager and took on Walter Smith. So, you know, they, they have to start somewhere. But for Celtic, in, in terms of what Robert's talking about there, I said a few weeks ago, when Brendan Rodgers left, everybody was going, loyalty's out the window. This guy's come in. He's took them to eight in a row. Mm. He's got them into the final. He's did what he says, as Hugh rightly says. And for me, if you want to show loyalty to... He's just mentioned Robert, a guy who's done it and seen it, then give it to Neil Lennon. I'll ask you two the question though that, that I asked Robert. And 
this is not really about Neil Lennon. I'm just I'm just talking generally. Yeah, right. If um, your priority is to get the best man for the job, why aren't aren't you running a risk if you're only willing to assess candidates who've been here before or who know the Scottish game? I'm sure there are loads of great managers who don't know the Scottish game who could come in and win nine and ten in a row. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm honestly flummoxed by this whole situation. Now we've started with Mourinho, Benitez. <laughs> Uh, Davy Moyes Just waiting on your name Getting mentioned Yeah 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 um, I'd take Alec with me As my number two Yeah I'll go down well Yeah, yeah. Um, So I still think And these things Are notorious For blowing up In your face But I still think That Neil Lennon Is in pole position Thank you very much Robert and Bailison We'll leave it there Because we are running Out of time We are on Twitter At Clyde SSB And still lots of reaction Coming in to Stevie Clark's appointment Mighty Well says Surely this is the right man At the right time To get us playing the right way Onwards and upwards And Katic is on He says Ryan Jack will be the main man Under Stevie Clark Watch this space Watch it we will well, Because it, the squad will be announced Pretty soon yeah, If Ryan Jack's the man Good for him uh, But it'll take more than Ryan Jack You know But I am confident in Steve Clark, as I say, examine the CV, look at the places he's been, look at the calibre of men that he's worked with, look at what he did in his own at West Brom, look what he's done in his own at Kilmarnock. You have got four answers left to get on the teaser. You've got seven of the 11 of the almost ever presence. Any St. Johnson players there, Gordon? Two more. Oh, Shaughnessy? No. Murray Davidson? No. No. Not Liam Craig either. Uh... He was close though. Who's the left back God, um... That's the one you're looking for No I know I know um... And he's pal next to him <laughs> Shaughnessy And I know the boy Was he not Was, uh, was he's he the not... young centre back That's been impressing Kerr Yep Jason Kerr And what about the left back <sighs> Sure I know this I know um... Scored recently Yeah he scored He scored a pile driver um... No penalty Against Motherwell Wasn't it I think Right okay um... I think maybe I've got my Wires crossed right, Anyway I'm You've got two Motherwell players as well Still to get And you've uh, better get them quickly Aldred Yep Oh lovely uh, There's another one Who's got 38 Appeared in every game 38 Again he's a full back We used to know him as a right back But now he plays left back <laughs> Captain's the team most weeks Come on you Initials It's time for initials yes, isn't yes, it Yes R.T. Tate. Richard Tate, well done. And the St. Johnson one, initials ST. Tanza. Scott Tanza, well yeah, yeah, done. Yeah. There we go. Thank you, Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray. Busy, busy show. So thank you for your calls. Apologies uh, if you didn't get through. We are back tomorrow night from six o'clock, but stay where you are because Callum has another set of VIP transmit tickets to give away and joined by singer-songwriter Georgia as well. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com.